It is so exciting. I think it's, what, 149 days now? 149 and counting. Yeah, the big countdown The countdown wheel. clock at <laughs> Campus Marshall. I, I, you know, it, 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 that was a cool thing to do, and the anticipation is building for the NFL Draft 2024 when it arrives in Detroit. It will be such a grand opportunity. It will also be a heck of a lot of fun for all that are taking part and are residents of the Metro Detroit area. Claude Molinari is president and CEO of Visit Detroit. We say good morning to him. I'm sure he's got a countdown clock on his desk. Claude, good morning. Good morning, champions. So great to be with you today. It's it's nice to be with you. Give us the, the I, I know we keep updating the economic impact figures for this, but just kind of give us the 411 on, on what this opportunity holds from a business standpoint. Well, last year in Kansas City, um, the draft generated an economic impact of almost $165 million, and they drew 300,000 people to Kansas City. And I think we need to put into perspective that for Kansas City, there was no NFL city within a four-hour, even seven-hour drive yeah. of that destination. We have Cleveland, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, Chicago. I mean, there's so many cities that are within very close distance of driving Green, distance. Green Bay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so we're anticipating that we're going to easily reach that number and maybe more. Plus, our airport's a hub. No doubt. I mean, and, and now with, uh, I mean, with Turkish Airlines bringing a brand new uh, <laughs> nonstop service from Istanbul, we're expecting a lot of uh, there you go. people to come to this draft. Well, let's get some coffee ready for them. <laughs> They'll be expecting that. Uh, Claude, what I what I love about this as well as the mayor was talking about this yesterday is how he wants to, you know, how it's going to be downtown and all the businesses will be in, involved and, and the people involved and there are going to be things going on in the community and the neighborhoods. It's going to be all inclusive, which is what I love. Well, and that is the key word right there. We want this to be our draft and by our, I mean, inclusive of everybody. All Detroiters, all Southeast Michiganders, all Michiganders should be feeling that this is their draft, that they're invited, that it's they're all part of it. Again, it's going to be free to attend the draft. And, you know, beyond just the footprint of the Campus Marshes, Hart Plaza, Woodward, Monroe Street area, um, we're going to have activations in Beacon Park and Capitol Park and Grand Circus Park. Picture our, like, opening day of baseball just completely quadrupled. Uh, Claude, did the city learn anything from bringing the Grand Prix downtown? And do you see it being more like Nashville when there were 600,000 people going down Broadway? I think to the first question, yes. Um, There's been a lot of learnings that have gone on. Um, The Grand Prix was a great precursor for us. You know, I think that working with our partners at DTE Energy, we've come up with some really great plans to make sure that uh, we've got all our infrastructure properly in place. And and certainly, um, we definitely looked at Nashville as as a great template for um, a a downtown experience where we really want to showcase just how spectacular our city is. Claude, we used to have lodging concerns when it came to competing for the big national conventions, that we wouldn't have the, you know, the big hotels that could take the big groups. Is this kind of a different scenario, though, where we're going to be getting individual people here? and that are, that we, Do we have enough 
hotel rooms, when you include in all the boutiques, the suburban hotels, things like that? So we have 45,000 hotel rooms in southeast Michigan. So um, we're feeling very confident that we're going to be able to sustain this uh, event and, and take care of everybody. But it's going to take all of them. Um, you know, and, and again, it is a very different situation with a convention. You know, you need to have those hotel rooms within walking distance of the of the facility. Um, you know, even just to give you an example, this weekend uh, with the Big Ten football championship in Indianapolis, with their 12,000 hotel rooms in downtown, which is more than double ours, they don't have the capacity. Um, you know, okay. we're uh, um, you're going to so you're going to be dealing with the. Uh, um, uh, a compression where we're going out to the suburbs and even, you know, probably into Canada, uh, well out into Ann Arbor to planning. And we're going to be filling up hotel rooms all across the region, which is a great benefit. If the client is okay with that type of compression, we love being able to do it because it spreads the wealth of the, uh, of the, uh, uh, economic impact throughout the region. Claude, how big is, is this event on the national stage for the city of Detroit for people who are going to be seeing the city and 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 taking it in because the city is kind of going under a resurgence as as is our Detroit Lions as well. No doubt. I mean, the national perception of Detroit continues to change in a positive way. Um, I think that. Uh, um, show, you know, I was talking to a Fox Sports executive recently, and he and he said to me that there are two seasons in sports now: NFL regular season and NFL off season. And uh, there's real excitement about the draft, and so many people will be focused on this. And, again, it'll all count down to coming to Detroit, showcasing our region. And we always say, if we can get them here, we'll get them here. Once people visit this region, see our city, see the excitement that's going on, they really fall in love with it, and, and it sells itself. So to be able to put several hundred thousand people who probably many of them had never been here before to see our region. That's going to be a huge commercial for how awesome our region is. I wish we could put that on a license plate. If we get them here, we can get them here. (laughs) (laughs) If people are going to be staying in Ann Arbor or all over Southeast Michigan, how will they get to the draft? Will there be transportation specifically for the draft? Have you, I mean, I'm sure you've thought of it, but have you announced that? No doubt. Yeah, it has not been announced yet, but that is definitely going to be a key factor for us is to be able to have uh, parking lots put aside. And we're going to be working with our partners, you know, at MDOT and SMART to make sure that, uh, you know, we've got alternative options because uh, it's definitely going to be uh, uh, um, a major undertaking to make sure that we've got this properly set up so people have access because that's going to be critical to a successful event. You have to be able to um, park people and you have to be able to uh, uh, give them great hospitality for them to have a great event. So a half million people. Do we know what the opportunities are in terms of viewership? How many viewers will be tuning into this on ESPN or Fox? Uh, so it's, it'll be on uh, ABC on the first night and then ESPN and the NFL Network on the second uh, and, and third days. And we're anticipating well over 50 million viewers. Wow. And again, that means a lot of beauty shots and drone shots of our incredible news evolving downtown with skyscrapers uh, popping up and cranes everywhere. As soon as we get that freighter out of there, it'll be a great shot, Claude. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got to believe that we'll have that removed. In a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be safe for the draft. This draft stuff has just gotten so big. If you remember the picture of Brett Favre just in his room answering the phone call when he was drafted, and now look at what it's I know. become. It has exploded. Yeah, it really, that, that's such a great point. I remember when I was a kid, you'd, ESPN would have like uh, like a, a, a camera crew outside John Elway's house or something, and, and now you've got, you know, people are wearing incredible costumes and coming to the draft, decked to the nines and limousines and, and a red carpet. And, and, and you know, if, last year I, I, I jumped on a treadmill at a gym at about 6.59 a.m. at 7 a.m., Sports Center came on, and and with the NBA playoffs taking place, the NHL t- playoffs taking place, Major League Baseball had a team that hadn't lost in 20 games, and the first 10 minutes of Sports Center was all about the NFL draft. Yeah, NFL's king always. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've been talking about the facts that that, that that there are programs that will kind of take this draft experience into the neighborhoods for kids, and the Detroit Sports Commission which needs to get a lot of, of, of praise here, is also ponying up a million dollars to make sure that there is a longer-lasting benefit as well. Well, there, we're going to have a living legacy uh, um, initiative coming out of this NFL draft that's going to stay long beyond the event. I mean, working with Beyond Basics on project literacy as well as working with um, our other partner, um, uh Project Play, sorry, to um, uh, have kids get involved in physical activities. Um, I, we really feel that if if somebody's active, they're going to be more healthy, and if someone can read, like that's the that's the opening for all of life. And we want to be make we want to make sure that we're giving our 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 young people a leg up, and and we hope that like by this continues through the not even hope we are going to guarantee we are going to make sure that by the 2027 NCAA final four, we're going to be continuing these projects, continue to drive forward and that every major sporting event is going to have this type of, of continuing piece with it that we continue to pop up and push forward our uh, uh, underprivileged partners in Detroit. 149 days and counting. We can't wait, Claude. We know there are many more big announcements to come between now and then, and we will look forward to them and hearing about them from you here on JR Morning. Thank you so much. All right, Claude Molinari, President, CEO of Visit Detroit. When we come back, who will repair the chargers that break down? And we know this is a problem that folks have had. You pull up to a charger if you've got an EV and you find out it doesn't work. Not enough people to do that. We've got the solution next on Mobility Makers.